Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This episode of Listen Now is brought to you by me, Matt Stewart, and my 2020 live comedy show, Monkey House. I'm going to be in Brisbane for the Brisbane Comedy Festival at the Powerhouse from the 10th to the 15th of March. And... On to Melbourne from there, back home uh, for the Melbourne International Comedy Festival for a big month at the Victoria Hotel from the 26th of March to the 19th of April. And you can grab tickets for those shows now via mattstuartcomedy.com slash gigs. If you want to be precise, mattstuartcomedy.com slash gigs. And if you use the discount code podcast, you will get a discount. That makes sense. Now, on with the show. Get tickets. On with the show. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Welcome to Listen Now, the podcast where we go through the back catalogues of some of the most important and rockinest bands of all time, starting with Australian pub rock legends Cold Chisel. I'm your host, Matt Stewart. With me as always, and for the final time this season, it's my co-host Sam Tonkin. Welcome, Sam. Good bloody day, mate. I can't believe it's the last episode. Can you believe it? This this week, the cold chisel finale. It's huge. It's large. It's, it's emotional. Be an absolute cum thumper. It is gonna be. This is gonna put the cum back in thumper. <laughs> um, you know these modern podcasts. Yep, and the cum thumping that. They don't have it. it. They don't have. They might thump, but they don't come. And we're changing that here today. Yeah, we are. Uh, so yeah, this is this is difficult. It's a difficult time. <laughs> I don't. I'm not really ready to say goodbye. No, so much chisel to just listen and enjoy. But I'm to, also to listen now. We to listen now to this chisel. So I'm. <laughs> I'm going to try and reframe as a positive. We're here to celebrate. Yep. All things chisel, and it's kind of cool because we get to go back through the whole back catalogue yeah, today, do. talk about our favourites and listener favourites. I put a poll out uh, in the last few weeks, and a bunch of listeners responded to that. So um, we're going to go through our favourites in different categories, and also your favourites. Um, <laughs> we've got uh, we're going to open up the letters back to Alan later, and. All sorts of things in between. Should we just get cracking on let's into get, the... Let's get right into it. Well, the first category I thought would make sense to do is album opener. Oh, makes a lot of sense. Wouldn't you? you may as well open with the album opener. Had so many great album openers. Uh, we're just doing the original studio albums, not the original. The, I'm, the, I'm just, the studio. Uh, excepting um, when we don't... Um, we did not include... The uh, live albums? Uh, the live albums or... Um, teenage love. Yeah, because I didn't realize we were going to do that when I put the poll out. <laughs> Sorry, um, because one hand in my pocket is another. It's a pretty good bloody opener. Opener, but so um, every every track got votes. Um, but I'll go through the listeners' top four because mm-hmm. they were the ones that stood out above the rest. Yep. In terms of votes, they they got eight uh, percent ish 
was fourth place and above. So nice. and, and below that was all under three percent. They yeah, all nice. sort of Okay, so in fourth place, maybe surprising to you, build this love. No. Yeah, from twentieth century. No. Uh, we haven't played that on here in a long time. Do you want to hear a little bit of it? No. Okay. <laughs> I guess we we probably don't have time to play them all, but I, just to revisit it, it's interesting because we haven't heard it for so long. It is. I've absolutely turned around on this song. I love it now. I don't hate it as much as I did. It's just, it was. I think I, I was just, I wasn't ready for it. And yeah. I still don't know if I'm ready for it. <laughs> but it, it totally changes the song about. When Mossy comes in. Oh, I do love the hook. The hook's good, but when Mossy comes in, it just, it's, it's indisputably a great song. And undisputably. <laughs> Here we go. Here's Moss. Oh, Moss. All right, I'm getting. I'm having a boogie. I'm not gonna lie. I'm having a boogie. And then when Barzi comes back in, it's building. They're building this love. Are they building? I stopped right before the chorus. (laughs) Never stop. So that's fourth. Imagine how many great album openers they could have. Wow. But that was surprising to me. That came in the top four out of nine possibles. That means at least, I mean, so many. That's wild. My one, which I'll tell you soon, did not make the top four. <laughs> uh, in third spot, Conversations. Nice. From the uh, their second album, Breakfast at Sweethearts. We can play a little bit of this. This is a bit of an under unsung hero track, I reckon. And this one, I, we, like we this never, I don't piano. think we remembered on, on the pod, but this a future track reminded you of this piano. Yes. And you remembered just after we stopped recording. Yep. Someone did tweet about it as well. They did. And I was stoked because I was hoping that I wasn't just the only one that was. It's a builder. It's a builder and a rocker. It's good. Um, This was actually my pick for best opener. Oh, great. Yeah. I just really, the, it's like a bit haunting at the start. And you're like, yeah. oh, like imagine listening to it for the first time. And you're like, what's Don going to give me with this? Where are we going with this? It becomes sort of a rock and hoedown. Yeah, it is. I'm about it. It is a fucking good song. It's a cracking tune. It is real hoedown, isn't it? Yeah. I'd be playing yeah. on the uh, on the clay jug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And it'd fit right in too. <laughs> um, so then uh, in second place, uh, with a, a little under a third of the vote, so the top two... Um, together really? took 
uh, over 60% of the vote. Wow. So they really stormed away I think away I with can it. guess and which two. And you can two? probably guess yeah. which two, yeah. <laughs> but which, in which order? Uh, oh. Here is number two. Yeah, this is how I thought it would go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, w- I would have almost guessed the other way around, but... Well, we always talk about, like, how, like, what an absolute rock and opener, and I reckon the other one's got a bit more bite to it. Yeah, that's true. It do- Yeah, it definitely does. It's almost their biteiest. Yeah, yep. But this is a, so good. My whole life I thought, how does Mossy make that guitar sound? I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast before. And then um, I was talking to Dave Warnicky, who I host to go on with, and he's like, that's piano and guitar. <laughs> 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 and you know what? Like, there's, there's, there's moments where everything changes. Yep. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> so obviously is that I was piano. trying to figure out what specific guitar noise, because I'm like, there's piano. I'm like, that the jang- there's that jangly sound. <laughs> how, does it, how does he do that? That's so funny. How long ago was this? This was like uh, last year. <laughs> Excellent. I mean, the guitar is still great, but it's all about that piano. Yeah, it's good. And our number and, one? Well, I don't think anyone's probably going to be surprised. Nah. But here it is. Oh, it's so punchy. Yeah. What a statement of intent. Yeah, it's just straight into a fuck you. Barnsley at his best when he's angry? Oh, I'm not yeah. sure. Cause I, I think yes. I love all facets of, of the Barnstormer. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, this is... This is one of his best songs. He's just so angry. I love it. You are nothing I need. We're just going to sing this whole episode. <laughs> yeah. In celebration. I am. Um, do you mind if I play a bit of my favourite? It was the the had the least amount of votes. <laughs> so <laughs> was it, it shows just yours? how and how not in sync I am with with our listeners. At least on this one, on on others I was very in sync. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is my favourite. Similar vibe, really. Baby. But a little bit more boogie. Boogie. Fuck you! Is that why you voted for it? Uh, Just for the solid fuck you. Oh, I think I mean that's a that's a bit of an that's an element. But I mean that it was uh geez, it could have been so many tracks. Oh yeah. They are so- it could have been nine tracks, really. Yeah. One might say they they open albums so well. They do. Uh, so yeah, that that's the uh, the audience vote. That's also ours. So we can move on to the next. I was thinking slow favorite slow track next. Yeah, which would be probably your least favorite. It look this was a tough one because you know how I feel about 
slow songs. But uh, nah, there's a there's a few good ones in there that I forget are slow songs because I enjoy them. <laughs> I'll just I'll do the top three for this because again yep. they it was the top three that stood above the rest. Yep. Um, but just a few quick special mentions to others that got got a few votes. Uh, Lost. Janelle, which I love. No. I got things to do, which is a oh, cracker. Steve. An amazing one. But here are the top three. Anytime. Oh, you want any time? Okay. Well, let me. I got to find. I don't have them all queued up. Should I like a smart should, person? <laughs> should I start with what mine is, or should I jump well, in? Well, I when wonder. It's... Let's find out if yours made it here. So all here right. is number three, which I think is a, one of the few slow ones you'd like. Ding. Only because you heard it a lot. Yeah, probably. Even now, though, I've listened to it so much that I'm like, yeah. It's my favourite Christmas carol, (laughs) (laughs) which is not at all about Christmas. Someone can teach me how to sing like Barnsley. That'd be fucking excellent. So good. Preferably without the vodka. And drugs. This is Four Walls Off East. Did I say that? (laughs) I don't think you did, but... And there's one you mention a lot, how he he held on to it. There was a different version where it was about a hotel room. Yeah, just being stuck in a hotel room. I love it. All right, number two. This is a... What a song. Steve Presswich written. Yeah, I don't think I realised that this was I a slow song. Single. Well, you wouldn't call it... It's not full ballad. I mean, compare those two together. But yeah. If I... I almost should have had an extra category, which would have been pop song. Yeah. And this would have probably fit into that as well. But it's not super slow. It's a it, great song. Yeah. Do you say it was their best charting ever? I think highest ever charting, I believe, yeah. Who wrote it? Steve Preston. It was a Steve yeah. one. What a ripper. On your Steve. From where? Liverpool. Liverpool. Great tune. Yeah, you, you could definitely argue this is not a slow song. But we'll take We're not going to argue with the people. We'll no. take it. I left them as open. They could vote for anything. And something like 10% voted for this. So. Wow. But the winner had over 20%. So it was... Whoa. What have we got? From the same album, here is the listener's favourite slow song. Yep, so far I'm in tune with the listeners. This, <laughs> this, this is, is yours as well? This is mine. I think seeing it live and 22,000 people at Mount Donita State singing oh, with them was just... I got goosebumps I got goosebumps yeah, I'm just thinking about totally. it. Totally. Like a, a lot of their songs cross a few categories. You could almost call this a slow builder as well. Yeah, it could definitely could be. Still so young, but somehow so much older. How can I Syrupy guitar. Oh, this whole song is just beautiful. Yeah. 
This is like peak chisel. This is just beautiful. Yeah. Just bloody beautiful. Um, speaking of builders, though, should we let's, do that one next? Yeah, let's do builders. Okay, so for builders, uh, again, there was uh, plenty of votes across heaps of different tracks mm-hmm. all all over the place. Amazing. A um, few special mentions. When the war is over, got votes again. Excellent. It was like in the top <laughs> half dozen, I think. Oh, my God. Last wave of summer, great. Wow. Great example of a builder. Especially, I love the ringside version especially. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, flame trees. But the top three voted for as builders include uh, at number three, again from Circus Animals, Letter to Alan. This was in my in my considerations. I really struggled to pick builder and rocker. Like, yeah, really struggled. A lot of their rockers are builders too. Yeah, and a lot of their songs are just rockers. Full yeah. stop. Yeah. Sort of three levels to this build, probably. Maybe even more. Yeah, than that. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's that fake out finish and another build. Yeah. <laughs> you keep thinking you've reached the like, peak of the oh. mountain. And it's, oh, it just keeps going. Sound again. Phase two. Just fucking good. I have a feeling this might get played a bit later, so I won't play it. Yeah, we won't. Yeah, good call. Uh, Then number two comes off 20th century. What? Uh, Second, listen, a second favorite builder. Oh, that's not it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes. Such a builder. With our favourite quote in the background. Yeah. If you don't like it, what are you standing there looking at it for? <laughs> for 20 minutes. <laughs> for 20 minutes. We gotta hear old mate, then we'll go on to number one. (laughs) So good. Uh, Again, this one I reckon we'll hear a little bit of later. So I'll play a bit of it after. But here's the number one builder, which is also my number one builder. Probably no surprises here. It is also my number one builder. <laughs> Listen now to the rain. If you like water, looking up a feet again. I don't want to see the sky no more. And again, I reckon we might hear a bit more yeah, of this later. Definitely might hear this one later. First thing you know, I'll be back in my river again. 
Mossy, you goddamn legend. Alright, we'll come back into that later. Um, so the next category we had uh who what was your favorite rocker slash cum thumper? Yeah, we should have just called it. A couple of people used that or like, there was a few jokesters on the in the <laughs> in the build around. Two different people said Bob. Oh dear. Bob the builder. <laughs> Why did that take me a second to get? That's embarrassing. Uh and then Again, rockers probably had the most spread votes. Yep. There was uh, a bunch of different ones that had uh, a few votes, mm-hmm. uh, but and the winner was by no means streaking the field. Yep. Do you want to maybe is there is there a lot a lot like uh, is there how many different options have we got to choose from here? Uh there's you know twenty odd had uh, some amount of votes. Oofed. Do you uh, want to read maybe the top five or top ten, and then we'll just play the number one. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Um. Well, let, let's go for the top six because there was a bit of a gap between the sixth and yeah, seventh. Nice. I love an so, uh, odd number. Shipping Steel. <laughs> nice. Uh, conversations. Yes, excellent. Before. Goodbye, Astrid. Yes. Uh, Bow River. Yes, Bow River. Which uh, got votes in all categories. I love that. Even Slow, it got um, a, f- a few people had it. <laughs> yes. Had it the the people know team. what we want. <laughs> yeah. uh, number two, the theme or the tune that we play at the start and end of this show, Tomorrow. Excellent. Which is a fucking rocker it and is. also the one I voted for. Was it? Nice. Or uh, that would be my vote. And uh, number one, You've Got Nothing oh, I Want. We've already cracker. heard it, but. <laughs> it is. I mean, it's. It is. It's a. Rocking. It's got a, it's like, it's got to be their sort of poster child, poster song for a cold chisel rocker. Yeah, I actually chose Merry Go Round. Oh, great! Um, oh, great. And it, there's a lot of the songs that are now in my top whatever number I culled it down to that I loved so much more after um, Swing Shift. Yeah, and that, I think like, well, I think all those versions are heckinly rocking. Well, uh, maybe that is a nice segue into people's favorite live album. Oh yeah. So how many did we actually have to choose from? Because there was a lot that we didn't end up reviewing because there were so many. Yeah, so I put all the all the full length ones on there. So yep. I didn't put your thirteen on there because it was a I think a four yeah five tracker. Sholdy. But I put all the the LPs and double albums on there. So nice. the more recent live tapes, volumes one, two, three, and four. Yep. Uh, live in St Leonard's Park, Last Stand, uh, Ringside, Barking Spiders Live. Um, swing shift. So that was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine. Shit. And the really, it was the top three um, stood out above the rest, and probably unsurprisingly, that's the three that we did episodes on. <laughs> that makes sense. The next one that got votes without us ever getting into t- too deeply was the live tapes volume two. That's so random. Which is that? Well, there was one of the live tapes we did play a bit of. I wonder if it was that one. Uh, live tapes, volume two. Oh, it was the nineteen seventy nine live at Bombay Rock, which Aye. I think we did play a bit of because yep. that was we we're trying to compare. You know how people are saying they played live very differently to the yes. how they sent on Breakfast at Sweethearts. Yep. Well, that was that album we were comparing to because it was from nineteen seventy nine when that album came gotcha. out. Gotcha. Um, but the top three, Ringside. Yep. And then a big jump, more than double the votes from that, was the Barking Spiders. Yep. And just ahead of that, winning it was Swing Shift. Excellent. What was the percentage difference between the top two? Oh, it was like 
30 something to 30 something percent. So that wow. were, it was, it was real was, close. Yeah, it was close. Who'd you vote for or what did you vote I for? I voted, well, Swing Shift would have been the one I yeah, would have Yeah, so for. did I. Yeah, right. I um, didn't vote, but that's what I chose, I mean. Yeah, so this is how it started for people who don't remember. Mossy just warming up. Yeah. So good. Such a cracking live album. Oh my god. It's yeah, good shit. I hope we get to see him live again. Yes, please. Alright, well now I get do we do we want to go through our, our favorite songs? So these are the big two categories. So it's yeah. probably gonna take us the most time to get through. So you were saying you've got your top fifteen. Yeah, I think unranked. I unranked. I yeah, I got like my number one song and then the rest are just a general as I thought of them, as I flick through albums and all that kind of thing. Wrote in my all right, mind. cool. Well, do you want to go through yours first? Maybe we won't play them all and we'll just play the ones that we haven't heard from yet. Or Yeah, okay. Uh, well, God, I don't even know where to start. So should I just go with my number one because that's the only ranked one? Yeah. I think unsurprisingly it's Bow River Live from the Barking Spiders yep. album. I think that is probably their greatest song ever written and or performed live. Yeah. But, you know, I'm also biased. Because that is just like our family's song. <laughs> I mean, you can, you can, yeah, you're biased in a way, but I mean, it's not like it's your your son or something. Oh, my boys, I voted for my son in favorite song. <laughs> my son's name's Bo River. <laughs> my son could be called Bo River one day. This is I my child, Bo that. River, That's a and my idea. other child, Flame Trees. Fantastic ideas. Um, so, Bo River was, yeah, number one. Uh, and then in no particular order. Uh, Let not- me know if you want me to play any. Bits and pieces as you go through. Yeah, I reckon I'll get you to play a couple that we haven't probably played since they were on the albums. Okay, what do um, you got? So um, some of my tops included Flame Trees and Saturday Night. Yep. Uh, Forever Now and When the War Is Over were both. Uh, yep, and in case Anne, they were all, all they're all singles staples. Yep. yep. Um, and then I think the rest of them were like the lesser played, yeah, uh, including uh, "My Turn to Cry." Oh yeah, that's um, a, that's a which was a cracker. And I think that was at the end of one of the live albums, which like was oh, that's... even better. But I, I've just written them down as albums at this point in time. It, it was the one they. That was the one they played at the uh, Countdown Awards as well. Yeah, that's right. With the changed lyrics. This is the album version, right? Yep. Play it underneath as you keep going. Um, conversation, conversations, yep. even your favorite conversation album opener. Yep, makes sense. Uh, Merry Go Round, which was my favorite rocker. Yeah. Uh, Tomorrow, which is our pod opener. Uh, Wild Colonial Boy. Oh yeah. Uh, and Hound Dog, which yes. are off the same album. Yes, Circus Animals. Circus Animals. Um, and One Long Day, which I originally wow, did you've not come like. Ar- oh, yeah. man. All right. Great. Let's I've got a few apologies, actually. Should, well, I, yeah, should go I go through, through them, them now? now? So, Wait, which One Long Day? Because I like the One Long Day, especially off Swing Shift. Yeah, I think that's what sold me on it. So originally, if, if y'all can remember, uh, I referred to it as One Long David Song. Blake nearly cut his hand off the other day, but he thought he was going <laughs> to anyway. David Blake. David Blake. I'm on a car. Monica. So off the first album. 
Yeah, go on. Sorry. <laughs> I got caught up waiting for the music. Um, yeah, I think when we reviewed this album, I was like, this was just one long-ass song that I was yeah. just waiting to get over. Uh, and then this version, whoo, boy, yeah. did that sell me. Totally. Um, and the other two that I think I initially disliked a lot that I've come around to that didn't make it in my top 15, uh, Letters to Alan. I initially oh. didn't like it because it was so slow at the start. Now I'm just like, Such it's coming, banger. it's yeah. coming. It's the build. Um, it's the tension build. It is. It's so good. Um, and Taipan. Yes, Taipan's yeah. one that I've turned around yeah, on as well. Yeah, it sold me. Big time. I'm all over Taipan now. Um, uh, I still have three songs that I did not turn around on. Okay. Rosaline. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't love Rosaline no. either. No. Plaza. I love Plaza. And, again, not shockingly, Janelle. I think that's my least favourite song. I love Janelle. I, I love Janelle. I, I haven't come around on Rosaline or Rosaline. Just How Many Times, two of the last three tracks on the self-titled album. Yeah, gotcha. Uh, also, could not get into Never Before. Oh, eight. yeah, that's the one that we disagreed. I love Never Before. Yeah. I think that's a cracking tune. Yeah, we. I think most of the ones, there's very few that either of us quite dislike. Yep. And it's... There's nearly no um, crossover. Crossover. It's normally yeah. if I love the ones you hate and yep. vice versa, which is interesting. Uh, sick. Oh, I never before was in my top fifteen. I just didn't read it out. Oh, there you, well, I mean, there you go. That's a, that's a good example of that, right? Um, all right. Well, how? Let's speed in, speed into this one a little bit. I forgot how long long we are. One more day is all it takes. Such a dramatic song. How long is the live version? Nine minutes fifty. Is that like double the original? No, the original is pretty. Is it? Got a bit of length about it as well. Seven twenty. Oh, okay. Shit. Doing another big finish here. Yeah, I reckon it's a cracker. Yeah, revisit that song. I, I think the band. I feel like I've read that they they thought the middle section dragged a bit at some point, and I think it, at certain live shows they'd cut it in half and oh wow, chop, mix it in with another song. But I don't know. I, no. I love that. I'm, it, it I'm makes so it, sold on it now. That like, mid section, I I just feel like that's all part the of the tension. build that makes the makes the uh, the moody f- 
uh, crescendo at the end. Love it. Feels so satisfying. It's fucking good. Well, that's a, I like your 15. I mean, I don't agree with it <laughs> entirely, but I I uh, will fight to the death. And you said you got your right you've got to have those to opinions. <laughs> um, you've got a top 20 and you did rank them, did you say? I have ranked them. Excellent. Uh, so I'll just maybe I'll just play the ones that uh, we haven't played already and I'll just name the others. Yep. Or, or maybe, well, let me know the ones you want to hear a bit of. All right. Do you want to play your little clip that you had there <laughs> prepared for... Oh, yeah, I was wondering why you wanted me to prepare this. You wanted, because I'm going to... Do yourself a favour. Countdown. 1978, 79. <laughs> Nailed it. All right, so I'm going to count down <laughs> my top 20. So uh, at number 20, this is real hard. Yep. I... Somehow, I even K-San got pushed out of the 20. Wow. Which is a song that I think when I started this, I was sort of like, I, I, could, I don't need to hear K-San anymore. Huh. And now I, I love it every time I hear it. Yep. Um, but it didn't. It, it was always hovering in there and it just kept getting pushed out Oof. the more I threw more songs in. That's rough. So at number uh, 20, I've got from the last album. Hey, drive. drive. I think I picked this in my... Alternative hits, yep. but didn't didn't scrap for my fifteen. That's a banger. Drive to You loved that lyric, Love didn't you? <laughs> uh, then nineteen from twentieth uh, century, painted doll. It's another. It's a banger. So many rockers. That bouncy oh, bass. The harmonica. Fuck, it sells me. Uh, then we had Mr. Crown Pro- Prosecutor from The Last Wave of Summer. You're just going to play lo- them all, aren't you? Well, I- <laughs> no, I won't. I won't do that. But I... <laughs> this sound that they had on this album, I fucking love it. There's at least three tracks have this sort of sludgy... Yeah, sludgy, sludgy is a good word, I reckon. And I'm right into it. And I, I kind of reckon... It's- and I was- no point sucking about someone else's piece of art, but... If I, if I could go back and um, throw my two cents into the mix, it would be, let's focus on this sound for yep. the album, yep. and ne- don't expand it out to twenty tracks. Make it a ten track yeah, album. Ten trackers. Mr. Crown Prosecutor, Yakuza Girls. Yep. Uh, and I think that album would would be up there with my favorite. Anyway, wow. we'll talk about where it ended up landing, because it didn't go that way. <laughs> uh, then add Janelle, which no. You probably don't want to hear too much of, or at all. Oh, I just I love that track, obviously. Yeah, yeah. So that's yeah, seventeen. So at, at yeah. sixteen, no plans, which you heard of a bit of before. Yep. Uh, 15, Fuck you. Fifteen Star Hotel, which is a classic, which I think is in in yours, right? Uh, no. No, they didn't make yours. Oh, it's such a cracking tune about a the closing of a Newcastle pub called the. Star Hotel. Hotel. Funnily enough, does every town in Australia, like little town in Australia, have a Star Hotel? Uh, they should if they don't. If they don't, yeah. Uh, then The Last Wave of Summer, the closing track from The Last Wave of Summer, another one of those sludgy yep. tunes and a great builder. The Toast of Paris. No, nice. uh, Maybe I'll play a bit different. of this. Yeah, this is off The Perfect Crime. 
I think all of mine were limited from 20th century and earlier. Oh right, interesting. Yeah, I didn't I didn't pick any of the newer ones. I've got a few, quite a few. Yeah, of you've got quite I've a, got a bro- mix, you've got a significantly yeah. broader selection. I think it, yeah, I definitely had some from every album. Yeah. I think that would reflect how I felt about the albums too. Probably. This one gets in my head all the time. Really? Yeah. It's, I'm singing it, uh, driving around all the time. It just gets Ooh. stuck in my head. I get Hound Dog. Hound Dog oh, sticks yeah. in my ear all the time. Great driving tune. Yep. Uh, 14 Summer Moon off No Plans. Another great driving tune. Yeah. Mossy on the Vokes. Yeah, this is such a driving. Yeah. His vocals, again, they've only gotten better yeah. with time. Which begs the question, why none of the newer Mossy vocals in your... Because I don't like the songs. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Not a bad reason. Yep. I mean, the songwriting, Don's songwriting, I mean, all of their songwriting just strength to strength in my mind. Jeez, I wish I had more time to play... Uh, all the rest of your top 20? Yeah. Are we, are we, are we going to make our... Are we going to make playlists to share with yeah, people? Yeah, I think we'll play, make the playlist. Rather than go through all the songs? Where are we up to? What are we up? What, are we, what number are we? This is 12. Then we had uh, at 11's Forever Now. Nice. That made it in mine. Number 10, My Turn to Cry, which is also in yours. Excellent. By Barnsley, uh, which I've already heard about. That's of. another earworm that gets stuck in my yeah. ear. Oh, yeah. I love a it. A lot, a lot. The start. I mean, I'll play a bit of stuff. Fuck, it's just right off the bat. That's a cracker. Uh, so that's a Barnsey. Number nine is another Barnsey, All Hell Broke Lucy, with that meaty horn. <laughs> about the meaty horn. It's a banger. I love this song. Obviously. Obviously. What was it, number nine? Number nine. Number eight. Merry-go-round. Yeah, what a fucking... It's just such a, such a banger. And the live version is fucking excellent. Yeah, yeah well, I think that's the thing, and that's what uh, people, including the band, say. The live yeah, versions of this yep. album are probably another level. Yep, I agree. But this song just a bloody banger. A lot quicker on the live version. Yeah. Number seven, accident prone. Wow, that's a brand spanking. Yeah, I, I fucking love. Obviously, love this song. <laughs> Probably goes without saying. Uh, yeah, I mean, number. What was point, it? Number, number seven. seven yeah. yeah, it's pretty. How's this guitar? Oh, it's dirty. I'm about it. It's sort of dirty and clean all at yeah, once. Yeah. Yes. And there's a, it's sort of a, the solo later and some almost mirrors it, but it just yeah. extends it. That's so good. Oh, yeah. What must be, will be 
this solo again, like the uh, opening one, but... Yeah, it is. Goodbye, nice. Astrid. Goodbye. This is also a current card. I'd put this what in my top 20 if I had five more, for yeah. sure. Open up the door, Astrid, because I'm coming downstairs. Big Phil Small's having a good time. Here. Yeah. And Don. Yep. Banging away. Number five? Six. Six. So number five we've already five. heard of, but we already heard a little bit of before. So I'll, I'll skip a little bit further into it. Uh, Saturday night of 20th century. Yeah. <laughs> a little like... Yeah. That... Really fits with the rest of the album, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Like now that you look at it, it's got its own sound. People say it's, it's hodgepodge, but I'm about it. Yeah. This Number song is a classic. Number We're gonna get a little bit of the Barnsley. Okay, okay. We're gonna play the, the two key. extras that I didn't. Here he comes. That drum. It's good. So you you add that. I think there's there's a bit in common. Uh, there's definitely overlap between our lists as well. Yep. Then number four. Do you have this in your 15? No, I didn't make 15. Tomorrow. Yeah. You did. Yep. I love that there's a few songs where he just mossy shreds right off the yeah, top. Yeah, he's not even he's not here to fuck spiders. Yeah. He's just going straight in. There's probably there's probably only one surprise in my top five. May maybe a surprise, and it's number three. Balafasai. Yeah, Back that's that real. Yeah, you really love the sludge. I love yeah. this sound. Yeah. This song is Last Wave. So good. I love that. The Barnsley vocalist. It's really like crackly, yeah. but like on I don't yeah. know, smooth crackle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Pain. So what was this number three? Number three. Oh, top two. Just a, just a great mood on this song. <laughs> Love it. Uh, number two. Let it out. Yeah, it's crap. 
Again, this didn't make my top 15, but it'd be in my top 20. Let me skip to... We heard this bit earlier. Let's get towards the, the last build. This is four minutes in. <laughs> so they've been up and brought it back down and then soars one more time. I'm going to get you to play my three that haven't been played yet. I've decided. Yeah, the fake out, and it's like, just joking. We've got more. Yeah, I love it. Right, such a good song, obviously. And I imagine there'll be no... Surprise with my uh, number one. I'll play the studio version and maybe we'll play. We're going <laughs> to play the live version maybe right at the end. Finish. It'd be an appropriate way to close out the season. I reckon. But here is my number one. Listen now. <laughs> Listen now. Listen now to Lorraine. But like you, I'd say my favourite version of it is the Barking Spiders Live. Oh, yeah. Anyway, so that that's my 20, and I've been working so hard on that, and it has <laughs> fluctuated so much. Uh, there's a bunch of songs that are unlucky to miss out because I love so many of these we, songs. Um, we were originally trying to do a top 10, and it neither was. of us were able to. No, <laughs> we couldn't, couldn't do it. <laughs> no, couldn't do it. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss what are the other ones you wanted to play uh go yeah. just a quick bit of never before because i know you're not about it i mean it's i mean you know when it's like a it's just com- comparative to it's to stuck out on the else. album in the and wrong I, I way think, kind of thing for yeah me? and maybe in part because it's probably track two but it's oh, just yeah. the sound that i've this was, I think this is one of the early ones that I said this reminds me of playing Mario Kart. Right. It sounds like tinny 80s to me. Yeah. <laughs> I want to find the level of Mario Kart that it reminds me of. It's probably not the song either. A lot of it's the production, I think. True. Because, I mean, how can you fault Mossy singing anything? Exactly. I say as I faulted him on pretty much every slow song he's ever done. Oh, man. You, well. Calamari Desert. This was called. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's hot vocals. Um, all right, next one. Wild, yep. wild colonial boy. Oh, great. Yeah, this, this could have easily been in my... Like, that's just already, I'm like, yeah, yeah I'm into it. Great tune. 
I think they played this live, did they not? Yes, they played a big chunk of this album, which was we were so good. about. Um, yeah, I love this one. Pretty much after the first lyric, you can we'll play Hound Dog last. Okay. There's that honey it's and gravel. So good. There's one line later, he's like, And when uh, they shot my brother down. And that's like when he just peeks. How far in would it be? I think I'll... Couldn't tell you. The shreds to the end. Jeez, the shreds There's a lot of shred. Oh, it's just before that bit. And then it goes down a step. Pulls it back down. Yeah. Oh, and then Hound Dog. Hound Dog. Yeah, this is one of the ones that gets stuck in my head a lot. Yeah, I love those two. I mean, this album is... It's pretty banging. Every track. Down it, down it, down it. let this play and as I because we haven't done the listeners favourite oh yeah uh, top five so I'll go I'll just quickly raise them because we've pretty much played them all now I'll do the top seven I was sort of there was a gap after that uh, seventh standing on the outside sixth this song Hound Dog yes uh, fifth Cheap Wine actually we haven't played any of that oh yeah we haven't this played any of that one of their biggest tracks. Um, then fourth, when the war is over. Before, forever now in third. K. San, not surprisingly, in second, but Excellent. in first place, Bo River. Yes. In unison, we're all on the same body page. It was Amazing. pretty close between Bo River and K. San. Excellent. Um, that's pretty. That's pretty sick. I'm so this got right up there. Yeah, that's great. Um, but yeah, like so many, so many songs got books. But um, and then yeah, the last category we've got is favorite album. And you and I are going to rank them from ninth to first, which was a brutal task. It was. What I actually managed this. You did this it, time yeah. Uh, I I just said to you before I switched three of the yeah just before just we before were we recording. pressed record. <laughs> uh, but I'm. Uh, do you think we'll go through the audience votes first? Yeah, we'll switch it around this time. All right. So I guess um, we'll go in, in their order. Do we want just the top top handful? No, just I reckon lay them all out. There's only nine. All right, let's lay them all out. Um, 
they had down low uh, was Blood Moon, Last Wave of Summer, then uh, Perfect Crime, No Plans, 20th Century, and then the top four. In fourth, Breakfast at Sweethearts. Third was Self-Titled, the debut album. Second was East. And first place, Circus Animals. So what was what was the warmest of chisels? Uh, Blood Moon. Wow. I, I have got a very similar, not quite the same, but very similar ranking. Interesting. Why did you want to go through yours? Yeah, so... Um, I know, feel free to explain as you go. The, the warmest chisel was Perfect Crime. Uh, yeah, right. Which I suspect is because that was the only <coughs> album that I was absolutely clueless to with in terms of songs. Right, yeah. Like uh, all the other albums I knew something off except Blood Moon, but that was a brand spanking new, so you kind of take it in a different sense, I suppose. Yeah, I think so. You're coming in with everyone else. Yeah. yeah. Uh, number eight, I matched with The Crowd, Last Wave of Summer. Just yep. Was eh, about it. Uh, not a sludge s- fan. Yeah, no, nah, not, not so about the sludge. Number seven, I had no plans because I'd only had... I think a small handful of songs that I enjoyed. The rest of were meh. Yep. Uh, number six I had is 20th Century. Yeah. <laughs> Your favorite. Uh, number well. five I had Blood Moon. So that was probably the biggest difference. Yeah. Uh, and then four, three, two, and one, Breakfast, Self-Titled, East, and Circus Animals. I had exactly the same order. No kidding. Yeah. That's You're going to be, maybe you're going to be surprised, maybe not. No, I think you will be. All right. Can as I read mine out, read yours out again, okay? All right. Um, so in last place for me, I had Cold Chisel self-titled. Oh. I just, I think it's an eight-track wow. album, and two of the last three tracks. Uh, you weren't about it. weren't a, weren't really about it. I, I don't know. I, I like the album, but it felt like it was before they'd figured it out. Yeah, that's. I think that's fair. K Sands on it. So I mean, it's it's a great album. It's got. Um, I would say I love half the tracks on it. Uh, I, I love uh, Juliet K. San Home. It's got a, such a strong start. Home yeah. Broken Hearted. The first five songs I love. Yep. But then two of the last three. And that's that was all it took. I mean, two out of a quarter of the tracks on this album I disliked. Yeah, or, when you put it like that. didn't love. And that is by far the highest yep. ratio of songs that I don't love on any of the albums. So that's why it ended up number nine. Number eight, The Last Wave of Summer. That's, now, I, yep. I love a heap of songs on this. I yep. love more than eight songs on it. <laughs> uh, is this the 20-track the 20 track? Yeah. I think that was their biggest problem, wasn't it? I think so. I mean, if I, I could carve an album out of that, uh, which would be in my top three, yep. I reckon. But it was just – there was a, it was a bunch of iffy tracks and it's just a bit all over the place. Yeah. But, but I love so much in there. It's like, you know, they talk about – a, a stone, you know, a sculpture inside of a stone or whatever. Yep. What did you have at number eight? Uh, both me and the rest of the people had Last Wave of Summer as number Isn't eight. That interesting. There you go. Number seven. Mm-hmm. I love this album and it and I can't fully explain why. No plans. Yep, same as me. <laughs> I think the people had it at number six. And I think I, I really like, I think I like every track on this album. I yep. like this album a lot. But the others were better. I like every track on it. It had less standout tracks. Yep. But it was super consistent. Yep. Really liked it a lot. Number six, mm-hmm. 20th Century. Oh, my God. Which I believe you also, also had. Also what I had. It's amazing how many we matched. That's so funny. After all of the disagreements we had on yep. both ratings and <laughs> alternative hits. 
And this, like I've, I've said at the time, I love listening to this album. It's so much fun, but it's probably similar to No Plans. There's a bunch of songs I love on it, but not as many full standout tracks, even though I think um, Painted Doll yep. and in particular Saturday Night, Flame yeah, Trees, obviously yep, they're yep. all great songs, but uh, in general, not my favourite. Number five, Blood Moon. Same. <laughs> uh, which I think it's a, a cracking album once again. Yeah. Love all the songs on it. Yep. Um, consistent album. Real consistent, solid album. Some interesting tracks on it as yep. well. Love the mix of the genre. Yeah. Bit of genre mix. Um, <laughs> I think, um, yeah, like in particular the tracks that I, I've talked about um, loving because I've had them in my, my top 20, like mm-hmm. – Accident prone and drive. Also yep. love. I hit the wall and Boundary Street. I think is such an interesting, Street, yep. cool, uh, jazzy tune. Buried treasure. Someday. I think there's someday. I think someday was my other yeah, chosen. So many good tracks on it. So that that came in as, as my fifth. Fourth was Breakfast at Sweethearts. Yep. Same. Isn't that wild? I can't. Is, when I you can, were reading yours out, I'm like, what the hell? That's wild. Except I can see the one standout yeah. that's going to be very different. Flips things around a bit. Yep. So uh, I. I think I've sort of come around a bit to what some have said about it. I the song every song on this is is a beauty and um some of them are the best ever, you know, like uh Merry Go Round in yep. particular and Goodbye Ask Goodbye, but yep. also a uh, big fan of The Door, Shipping Steel. Oh, Shipping Steel. I'm going to roll is a banger. Conversation yep. is such a great oh, opening yep. track. Plaza I really like. I know mm. you don't love it, but I think it's and even Showtime is fun Showtime. to me. I think it's real fun. So I, you know, it's my fourth favorite. It's, Amazing. Uh, third place. This is where it's quite different. To you, yep. the perfect crime. Yeah, nah. I, I just, had it. I had it number nine, and the people had it at seven. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's such a good album. It's it's a, a more rocking album than a lot of it. Chunkier sound. Uh, a lot of great songs all and um, written by all members of the band. Uh, it's the first one post Steve. Obviously, it was a, a tough spot oh, yeah. for them. But tracks like All Hell Broke Lucy, The Toast of Paris, which both feature in my top 20, but also Long Dark Road, yep. Get Lucky. Mm-hmm. Um, I love. I really like Mexican Wedding. Uh, <laughs> Alone for You is so good as well. So Wake many. Up in the Morning, Feel Like Shit. Yep. I just think it's a cracking album. Number two, um, and I was in unison with the uh, – Listeners, number two, I had East, yep. which is a bona fide classic album. For a little while, I had that be, be below um, Breakfast at Sweethearts well, because yeah. I I like every song. I love every song on Breakfast at Sweethearts, and there's uh, one and a half tracks on oh. East, which I don't I don't love. One and a half. Yeah. Well, I think certainly um, uh, never before. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm just. I just can't get into it. Yep. And I, like I said before, I think it's the production in part, but also not a huge fan of Best Kept Lies. But it's got, I mean, so many. Everything it's a ridiculous amount cracking. of cracker. It's their, it's almost their greatest hit. Standing on the Outside, Choir Girl, Rising Sun, My Baby, Tomorrow, Cheap Wine, Ida, Star Hotel, Four Walls, My it, Turn to Cry. It's it ridiculous. It basically is just a best of it's before it was a best of. an amazing album. It is a good album. Uh, but uh, maybe one of the main reasons why... Uh, it was topped by Circus Animals is because I love every song on Circus Animals and it equally has so many crackers, including my two favourite songs, Bow River and Letter to Alan. Yep. But on top of that, 
When the War Is Over, Wild Colonial Boy, Hound Dog, Taipan, which I now love, yep. Forever Now, which is an all-time classic. Yep. You Got Nothing I Want, another all-time classic. And probably the two tracks on it that would the ones that feel like just maybe a half step behind that, I still really love. And that uh, they are um, no good for you and numbers fall. Yep. And, and, I, and they've I grown pretty much on agree me. with everything that you just said yeah. about it. It's just a, it's a, I think it's one of, maybe one of my, it's possibly my favorite album of all time, any band. Wow. That's a huge call, but it is a fucking good album. Yeah. Maybe when we try, we get into other bands down the track, you know, yeah. that maybe it's in part because I feel like I'm in a, I'm ha- I've had a love affair with Cold Chisel for the last six months. Yeah. It's going to be hard to actually listen to anything else. Yeah. Really, to see yeah. other, see other bands. Yeah. <laughs> Other bands? Other bands, are there? familiar. So, yeah, I guess that, that pretty much brings us to the end of the self-indulgent... Um, yes, it does. ...rap of Cold Chisel. Do you, oh, you want to open the... Before we do, I, oh, no. I want to have a just a quick apology to uh, Barnstorming, the album, the okay. Barnsies live album. I did not mention it at all on his solo episode, and it's, uh, it's a great live album. It's proper Barnsie and does it have proper a- Barnsie... Does it have an epic um, opening? I'll, if I play the the opening track, or is there a track on there where you would say is worth playing a bit of? I love opening track. Driving wheels is a banger. I I'm. How does he open it? I hope he says something real fucked. Oh, I can't remember. But also that, like, not bad, you know. Oh, I just love the guitar. I love it too, but it's hard. It's hard to listen. You know, this is definitely just me being self-indulgent about it. I do. I love that. Um, I love that guitar sound as well. Also, the album cover is pretty sick. It is great. The leather jacket with his back turned. Yeah. The <clears throat> it it feels kind of cruel that he, you know, he. He was in a band with Mossy. Any guitarist yeah. playing with him must feel so useless. Yeah, they just like this bloke. feel like they're in the shadow. Oh wait, uh, Johnny Diesel. <laughs> is this is Johnny Diesel. Apparently, oh, to wow. support its appearance, he started the Barnstorming tour with uh, Diesel and Dave Amato on guitar. Oh wow. Well, I mean, Diesel's another one of Enough Australia's said, great yeah. guitarists, but uh, Dave Amato was part of Ario's bandwagon. Uh, Speed bent. Mario Speedwagon. Thank you. <laughs> Couldn't Amazing. get the word out. So this is from 88. Uh, it's, yeah, so Barnstorming, if anyone wants to look it up. That's 16 track. Chris Bailey on Does bass he... guitar from Ganga Jang. Oh, not Chris Bailey from The Saints. <laughs> from Ganga Jang. Ganga Jang. What was their big hit? That, uh, uh, Sound of Australia, isn't it? This is Australia. Australia. Uh. Um, the drummer Tony Brock was part of the Babies, and apparently there's a lot of uh, clips, drumming solos from Rod Stewart and Jimmy Barnes concerts. Ah, right. Also played for Roy Orbison and Elton John. I'm just saying if he did any. Um, he did Temptation. Is that the Chisel Temptation? Uh, yeah, it is from 20th Century. And he also did Rising Sun. So he did. 
Which, like, you'd be silly not to uh, play some of your tracks you wrote some for other bands. Some of your biggest well. work. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was my that was my little call out that I forgot to mention earlier in the season. Um, but letters to Alan, we've just got one. The other thing someone mentioned, oh, oh there's so much, oh, there's so many notes. Do you want me to quickly go through some of these as well? Sorry, before we get into the letters, um, I did give people the chance to write a comment. In oh the yeah. Uh, which I haven't really read through. I, I, I asked the question, the last thing was with a, an empty box, they could write whatever they want in it. Do you have any general thoughts or questions for the last episode? Uh, someone wrote, nah. <laughs> <laughs> cool, excellent. Uh, I'll, I'll just breeze through them. Like I said, I haven't um, looked through them before, but I'm sure as listeners are all great people with great opinions. Uh, someone said, I was only a Greatest Hits fan before, but Listen Now made me an album fan, especially the original run from self-titled to 20th Century. Yes. Uh, someone else wrote, uh, from Robert in Tokyo, would you ever consider doing a one-off episode for a non-English speaking band? The Blue Hearts are like a Japanese version of Cold Chisel. I'd recommend Linda Linda for a cum thumper with a build and Chain Gang for a slow jam blues rocker. Can't wait for the next season. Oh, you know I'd, what? I'd be right. Put that in that. the. Put that in the. Probably gonna do it part. Yeah, I love that. We'll give it a crack. One off. I think that's what we're gonna look at doing. Sam's busy at the moment. When she can commit uh, time to the podcast, <laughs> we'll come back with second season, which I think at this stage is going to be. Each episode might be on a different band, so that would fit in very nicely to that. Yeah. Robert from Tokyo. On your Robert. Uh, the Blue Hearts. We got to try and one of us has to remember that. Yep. Uh, someone else wrote. It was great getting to know a band I had never heard before, especially since a lot of the songs have made it into my usual mix. Excited to find new music along with your new episodes. Oh, cheers for that. Uh, someone else has written, <laughs> I, I should have asked them to leave their names because it's basically an anonymous poll. Oh, yeah. Uh, someone else wrote, I just want to thank you guys for introducing Cold Chisel to me. Yay. They are now one of my favourite bands. Yay. And that is only possible due to your great podcast. Oh, ah, thanks bloody so on you, so anonymous. Nice. Someone's written, when is Mossy getting on an app? Matt and Mossy's voices being pumped into my ears simultaneously is all I want. Amazing. That's cool. I'll just I'll just hang out. That's fine. <laughs> uh, uh, someone else, I'm so glad to have been introduced to this amazing band. Thank you so much for this great experience. Have you considered doing Tism next? Oh, my gosh. That is definitely a potential. How many albums do they have, though? Well, they had a few EPs. They didn't actually have that. That many albums. What do they have? Uh, if you don't count EPs, which we maybe we would do, but yeah. if we were just doing LPs, it's great truck and songs, hot dogma, uh, and then is it straight to Machiavelli and the Four Seasons, uh, tism.wanker.com. Uh, Does that still work? And then, um, then it was D Rigor Mortis and the White Album. So is that? Is, does that Six or seven, maybe it's not like, yeah, it's definitely do- doable. So, when you type in tism.wanker.com, uh, is currently unable to handle this request. <laughs> Can't handle it. That's Can't how much power it. there is. <laughs> Someone else has written, I grew up with the greatest hits. I now have all the albums on my phone and loving rediscovering Chisel. Amazing. I think there's a sense like a few people have shared, shared a Gone similar from journey. The greatest hits, yeah. Maybe this is the best comment of them all. Better rockabilly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Excellent. This is the longest one. Let me see if I can read this. Wow, that was a bloody that was bloody difficult to choose from. Thank you for the first season of Listen Now. This show is such a great format, and with a band 
such as Cold Chisel. It has been a real thrill to work through the albums week by week, plus hearing you guys enjoy the live show. I think it will make it will take me a little longer to absorb all the albums as I try to balance listening to them with great podcasts, and I have a heck of a lot of Dugan to catch up on. Excellent. We're in a, I think we're up to 225 episodes of Dugan now. Are you really? Holy shit. Most of them about an hour and a half. So that's a, that's a lot of listening. Uh, for people who haven't heard it, it's uh, definitely worth a listen. People quite like it. It's about a different topic from history or a biography each week, and I do it with a couple of friends, Jess and Dave. If you haven't tried it out, a good episode to listen to might be the episode that Sam guested on and gave the Jimmy Barnes autobiography. Not autobiography. <laughs> Biography. <laughs> biography. <laughs> I am actually Jimmy Barnes. Surprise. We've done a bunch of uh, musical biographies on there, like Dolly Parton, Mike Patton from Faith No More, uh, Johnny Cash. How else have we done? So many. So many. So many. Tism. We tism. Did a, I did a Tism episode, which was cool. Um goes on all right. However, that's okay because, to be honest, I've found this much more enjoyable than trying to pick up new music, which can sometimes be really hit and miss. I really like the variation in the music of Cold Chisel, especially the many talented singers and songwriters in one group. Yeah, yes, totally agree. huge. One of the, it's got to be, you know, obviously one of their big strengths. So many great musicians and songwriters in one band. Uh, thanks for the introduction and look forward to whatever band you choose to cover next. Oh, and hashtag Cold Chisel for game uh uh what was it not game of thrones guardians of the galaxy 3 g-o-t-g-3 yeah hashtag cold chisel for guardians of the galaxy 3 <laughs> hashtag my baby for guardians of the galaxy 3 come on let's make it happen paul meller from oldham in uk yes paul uh can you do some of that to do some work with that sam was gonna do that Paul. Yep. And uh i agree with you it is disappointing that she hasn't made that happen but uh, yeah, i cop, reckon i'll cop that Sorry. I th- I mean, the only reason you're on this show is because you're a kid who's got all this social media knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> I'm nearly 30, man. I don't know what I'm doing anymore. Be, uh, Note that I said nearly could, 30, could though. Could you just please get it trending? That's yes. all I'm asking for, Sam. <laughs> Plug into the algorithms. Excuse me, Mr. Um, director. Do a tweet and I'll, I'll, uh, ret- I'll retweet it from my many... Um, Excellent accounts, and you do the bloody same. All right, I will. All right, someone I'm else. On one account. I think that's real fun. Imagine they'd fit in so well on Guardians of the Galaxy. I so agree. This is so hard. Agree. It's so hard to think of which song it should be, but maybe my baby is. It does make sense. That was the one that charted over there and all that. Um, I also think Forever Now would be cool, but also some of the rockers would be fun. In. Yeah, mm. but I yeah, I'm hearing like the start of conversations though, just oh, like. Yeah. As they're like starting the montage where they're like flying into the fight yeah. or some shit. Totally. That'd be good. That'd be cool. Jeez. I think they should just make it a whole like just you know how we normally he gets given a tape? Maybe the next cassette he gets is the Cold greatest chisel, hits. Greatest of hits. <laughs> the gold one. Yeah. <laughs> the OG. Uh next comment was <clears throat> I probably can't read too many. I'll read just a, a small handful more of these. I was told by the biggest Jimmy Barnes fan I know, my mum, that Jimmy doesn't sing Stone Cold at gigs anymore because the scream in the middle is bad for his pipes. I've seen him four times, luckily enough, and I only got to see him perform it once. Before the song, I spoke of how he wrote it for his wife after they'd been arguing. She was back up and singing and it was her birthday, so we sung it that night and it was a great moment. A great moment for my wife and I in the crowd too, as it was the song we had our first dance to. Oh. Here's my question. Have you seen him perform that song recently or heard the same 
thing my mum told me. I hadn't. I hadn't heard either. either. No. That is a Jimmy Barnes solo song, so that's probably more up your... Um, I can't think of how it goes, well, to let be me, honest. All right. Well, it's from... It's on the greatest hits. I reckon you'll know it if you, when you hear it. Yeah, right. Why? It's the slower kind of tune you probably don't like. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe wait for the chorus. And I'm stone, stone cold in love with you. It was written by Don Walker. the first collaboration that he'd had with any of the Oh, I do remember that being in, a thing, yeah. About 10 years or something. Well, since they broke up. Charter number four in Australia. Wow. In 1993. Interesting. Oh, that's cool. It's a... I love how I can still scream in a love ballad. <laughs> it's just, it's a bloody talent. What a He's talent. next level. It's an emotional banger, that's for sure. <laughs> an uh, emotional banger. That's great. Thanks for that message. That's... that's that's interesting. And how cool to be there the, the night that yeah, a, a song that important been... to you was played when it never is normally played. Yeah. That's so cool. Oh, that's nice. Uh, someone said, please do a bonus cheers episode featuring Teenage Love. We did well, that last donezo. week. Uh, so, which you would have already heard, I'm sure, and, and probably been, you would have chizzed your pants about it, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, if you had to assign other condiments or toppings to the rest of the band members, what would they be? Example, maple syrup mossy. Gravel and honey barns. Mm-hmm. Well, we got uh, Don Sausage Walker. Oh yeah, Don the Sausage. Is that? I guess that's a condiment. It's gone. We're going with it. Yeah, I'm um, like a mild Hungarian. Maybe a hot Hungarian hot salami. Hot Hungarian. Yeah. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Or the uh, chili coated. Yeah, chili coated. Yeah. Um, Don chill, the chill, chili Don. Uh, so big Phil Smalls in the pocket there. I don't know. Slapping the slapping the base. Slapping the base, man. He uh he'd be. I reckon he'd be garlic. Got you know, really? Yeah, he adds flavour. You just I was thinking you a sprinkle a little bit of well, similar idea. Yep. Just rounding adds out, just adds it, brings it all together. Do you want to know why I thought pickle? Have you ever seen Mighty Boosh? Yes. And the hitcher, and he's got a big fuck off thumb. Yes. It looks like a pickle, and he slaps the bass. Okay. Real hard. Well, that's a, <laughs> that's where I got it. That's a camera from the heart. I think that's nice. There was background to it. <laughs> and what about Steve Prestwich? Oh, I feel like you'd have to go something like mustards, like mustard. something real English. A hot English mustard. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I think that would be perfect. A hot Liverpudlian mustard. Yeah, I love that very much. What about Charlie? Charlie. Um, uh, would he be sauce? Consider- oh, no, he's, um, what about- he's American. He's not Australian. Yeah, so he'd have uh, oregano. <laughs> <laughs> Cilantro. 
What is cilantro? Um, coriander. Coriander, right. Yeah. Oregano. I Are- love how Are- they Are- say. Basil. Oregano. Um, <laughs> basil. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, he can be oregano. 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 Fantastic. Add, yeah, he's adding a different flavor and he's taking it in a different yeah, direction. I'm a totally. I love oregano. Yep. Um, uh, if you could get Cold Chisel to do a cover of any other band's album, what album would you choose? Cold, uh, they've suggested a Cold Chisel cover of Dolly Parton's Nine to Five and Odd Jet. That's odd so jobs, good. Suggesting it would slap yeah. in capitals. I love that. Yeah. Um, oh, see, I went straight to like another Australia. I was thinking like seeing Jimmy Barnes scream some Brian Johnson from ACDC. Oh, would be yeah. Fucking cool. That'd be fun. Uh, like imagine Mossy trying to play Thunderstruck or something. Oh, he'd make it some. Like, he'd make it sleep. like syrupy, <laughs> bloody sweet goodness. He would, yeah. And then Jimmy Barnes coming out and singing as he does. Yeah, I think that, belting. That would be that'd be a fun. That'd be cool combo. Um, who would I? Let me see. I was thinking of like who's someone soft that they could really take their songs and kick him in the dick. Um, like Bon Iver or something. Yeah, Bon Iver, <laughs> yes, that would be great. Chet Faker. Uh, what's the, his big album, uh, one of his big albums for something, was it for Emma Forever Ago? I don't know. That'd be interesting. You know, like, you know what his type of music is? You know yeah, how yeah, I not, feel about not it. in your, no. I, yeah, I know bits and pieces, but I think, yeah, Bon Iver, that'd be fun. Um, or like, I'm trying to think of like a cool, like, um, female-led. Yeah. Would be sick. You know what, what about a Sarah Blasco album? Yeah, well, Sarah Blasco she, covered she, them, yeah she, yeah. she quite famously covered Flame Trees. It'd be cool to see the reverse Vice treatment. Versa. Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, yeah, she had some real cool albums. So I think that would be, that'd be a good one. Great question. Thank you very much. Great question. I like this comment. Great show, guys. Well done. Excellent. Love that. Straight to the point. Appreciate Again, that. Not it's here to fuck nice. spiders. Thank I'm you so about much. It. Not here to bark spiders. No. <laughs> uh, someone says... Thanks for an incredible few months getting to relive the music of my adolescence. It was the perfect way to celebrate the new album, get pumped for the live show, and then experience the show. Can't wait to see what the next band will be. That's from Soph. I wonder if that's Soph Waldron. Oh, yeah. Who um, a, who um, started the the GoFundMe to get me to the bloody show in the first place. Yes. And then I got a better ticket than her and we snuck her into the front with us. If if that is that, Soph, thank you so much. If it's a different, Soph, thank you so much. Yep. Uh, two cl- quick last ones because Sam's got to go to uh, work or some shit. <laughs> some, some shit. shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, great podcast. Thanks for the fun times. If you could have one Cold Chisel member play at your place with their own band, who would it be? Mine would be Barnsley, just so the locals can hear he was here. I would be there for the exact same reason. You'd go Barnsley? Yeah. I think I'd go Don, although, I mean, oh. I'd be happy with any of them. Don would be great at, like, one of our Don. family functions. Oh, like so good. They'd be, there'd be a couple pianos, someone, and one of the uncles would whip out a bloody accordion. Accordion? Uh, accordion, I, I think I'd, I'd put a little fence around Don to <laughs> to guard him off Stave from the... Stave the aunties <laughs> off. Actually, probably the uncles would be like, tell us about your music, Don. Uh, it'd, be, it'd be brilliant. Do you know what I read before? But I'd be happy. Imagine Mossy there shredding oh, in the corner. That'd be dangerous for a lot of us, I think. And Cam would pull his amps out. Yep. Oh, God. <laughs> Uncle Cam pulls the amp out. Have a little uh, Have A little, a little jam there. sandwich. Yeah, right. um, yeah Don, Don's name is Donald Walker. Donald Walker. I don't know, but I just read it before and I was like, Donald? Who the fuck Donald. is Donald? I Donald get, Hugh yeah. Walker. Great. Donnie Hugh. Don. Donahue. Uh, and finally, a little bit of reggae. A little bit of reggae. Was Fantastic. that just a comment? Yeah. 
<laughs> so we had a bit of rockabilly and a bit of reggae. Yeah, amazing. amazing. That's amazing. so good. I love it. I love our listeners. <laughs> bit of rockabilly. You guys are great. Reggae. That's so made me good. real happy. Love it. What a great mix of. No, sorry if I didn't get to yours, but um, tweet us and Sam will reply. Uh, probably. Probably. <laughs> sorry. Honestly, she started very good at. I started uh, strong and I've failed. Uh, We're working on it. It's work in progress. Yes. So just before we wrap up this season, uh, I believe you have a special letter in the letters bags to Ellen. <laughs> I've said that differently every time. Yeah. <laughs> letters bag to Ellen. Letters bags is to Ellen's. Um, so firstly, I want to dish out a huge apology to our man, Adrian Zup, uh, who I emailed on LinkedIn in December and who replied to me two days later and I didn't see it for about a month because really? I forgot to check. I, I, I'm so sorry, Mr. Zup. I think I canned you in about eight episodes afterwards. I really hope I hope he hasn't been listening. He asked me. I don't think you'd be able to get through this. Wouldn't it be tedious for a man like Zup? He's got things to do. Well, I don't know. He's a pretty big fan of the Chiz, so maybe yeah. he'd give it a listen. So, Mr. Adrian's up. I'm so sorry that I was a dick. You're our heroes up. Didn't check my LinkedIn. The sixth member of Chisel in my mind. Yeah, <laughs> Mr. Zup. What's up? What's up? Um, so, basically, I linked linked him in, linked in him uh, in December and said, uh, you know, g'day. Uh, would you mind uh, answering some questions? Me and my cousin do a podcast. And he wrote back two days later and said, no probs, here's my email. So I emailed him through. I'll read the question. I wrote him five questions. Yep. Uh, and he responded. So I'm going to read the question and his answer and then I'll go to the next uh, question, etc. I'm et so excited. Um, firstly, he was super stoked to have a chat, which uh, I was great. like real. I like got his email back and I was like, holy shit. He wrote back like four hours later. Oh, uh, what a legend. Um, so my first question, how did you hear about Cold Chisel initially as they were never particularly successful in the U.S.? Uh, where I believe you are from. Uh, And Mr. Zup replies, he said, call me Adrian. (coughs) Adrian, Uh my mate Adrian. Uh, I was actually born and raised in Sydney. I've been to the Uh States for 25 years uh, since doing grad school here in Colorado. Colorado. Uh, I was a rock critic for a while, so I did some chisel reviews on all music. I believe their venture to the US was a case of the label people wanting them to be something they weren't. Agreed. That sort of sounds Um, like. America is hard to crack and uh, and there's a ton of bullshit. Uh, it's America's loss because Australia has had some of the best bands I've ever heard. Yeah. Uh, I first heard the band in early 78, I believe, uh, returning from wow. a trip down the coast. Yeah, he's old school. So he got him. That's the first album. He got right in. Yeah. Um, I Returning from a trip down the coast, my mate and I ended up in Sydney wandering across Victoria Park. Um, I can't remember how much we saw, but I know... It was them, and they played a song called King's Cross Kid that I've never heard them Wait, play again. Oh, he saw them live he in He saw them live in 78. Holy shit. Yeah. Like, our man's up is just like 1,000 times even sicker. <laughs> um, pretty sure about this song. Anyway, I then saw him in concert supporting Foreigner at the Horden Pavilion, April 13, 1978. Uh, me and my mates were converts from then on and saw them at pubs all around Sydney over the next couple of years. Uh, I can remember one gig at Guildford Leagues Club, and there was only about 10 people um, so we saw them before they were famous. And that that in itself, I was like, holy shit, that's sick. Isn't that wild? There's five on stage plus roadies, ten in the audience. Yep. That is And he amazing. saw them then. Um, so oh, my, so jealous. My second question, uh, what were your thoughts when you first heard them uh, or when you heard them for the first time? I was blown away. They were a true rock band but also had great musical chops. 
They're all excellent musicians. I just couldn't wait to get the first album, which I still think is their best. You have it here first, people. Mr. Zup thinks the first and oh, self-titled. Right. Well, untitled. he would hate my opinion. He's numero. <laughs> You're out. Um, uh, they've been one of my favorite bands ever since, pretty much them and the Stones, uh, but for pure rock and songs like K-San, they have always moved me more than any other band. I met Jimmy Barnes once in 91 at a big uh, rugby league function in Sydney. Oh, so, see. like, this is question two, and this is the details it's given me so far. Like, so, I was, you should have seen my face reading this for the first time. I was nearly bloody crying well, about this it. This is my face hearing it for the yeah. first time. Look at it. Look at it. Look at my face. <laughs> um, so, my third question How did you get into writing about Australian artists? And do you have any favorite uh, Australian artists or albums from back in the day? So, obviously, he's explained he's actually an Australian. Yep. Um, but he said, I wrote for Inside Sport in Australia. I came to the US to do my master's in writing and started from the bottle in journalism again. Uh, and eventually, among many things, had a period as a rock critic doing reviews for Billboard, Rollingstone.com, Harp, All Music and others. Um, so I did what I could to promote bands like Chisel with my reviews when I had the chance. 1979 was our biggest year following bands. Excuse me. Often more than one night a week, pretty much every week. Uh, sometimes a few times a week, consecutive nights, pretty into it. My ears ring now, I'm older. Uh, <laughs> but it was worth it. 1979 was a big year for Aussie bands, maybe stretching back into 78. Uh, there was a glut of great acts. That's a great sentence. There was a glut of great acts flooding the pubs, and we saw nearly all of them. Uh, a list of the ones I remember and loved or liked. Chisel, Angels, Rose Tattoo, Midnight Oil, Swanee, although I, he didn't really like them. Skyhooks, when they had Shirley but not Red Simmons. Uh, Dragon, Simons. who came over... Oh, Simons. What am I? Red Simons. Red Simmons. Red Simmons. New guy. Uh, Dragon, who uh, came over from New Zealand. They could be brilliant one night and horrible the next. Apparently had big trouble with booze and drugs. And right. Zup says it killed one or two of them, so that's hectic. Stars, who I think we spoke about in an earlier episode yes. and we still don't know who the fuck they are. No, they, they were big and they... Yeah, they... Um, they Because these guys were all in the same scene. Yeah. I think Stars we were a big them Aussie in, band, and I think they did we discuss them in they the very ended first before episode? they their time a bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, saw Flowers, who later changed their name Ice to Ice House. House. Uh, Stevie Wright in the eighties, maybe the seventies too. Cool. Uh, Mental as anything, although he says they were a bit meh. Uh, uh-huh. And later in excess. So Stevie that's Wright. a big fucking. I've seen a lot of those bands. That's uh, a killer uh, list. In the I have not, and I'm jealous as hell. Recent times, but um. Yeah, amazing to have seen them all when they were starting out. Absolutely wild. Amazing. Um, so he said, some I liked more than others, but there was just a boom of talent. You have to remember that this was when disco died, maybe late 78 or so. Uh, we thought disco would never go away, and it really put rock in the rearview mirror for a while. So that would have been nice, having all that come out of it. Yeah. Um, but for me in Sydney, 79 was the huge comeback year for rock. I also saw ACDC after they made it. Um, they killed it. Uh, the Yanks love them. Uh, it's sad that Malcolm died and all the other things happened. They did manage to finish their last tour here with Axl Rose from Guns N' Roses as singer because uh, Brian Johnson has pretty much lost his hearing. Uh, I'm pretty sure the Youngs grew up not too far from me in Western Sydney but a bit older. I never saw Australian crawl at the time as they weren't hard enough for me, but now I love them. I appreciate all, mu- all Aussie music now. And I've collected a lot of Oz Rock CDs and love them. I used to own records but had to leave them in Australia back from when he moved. Um, so I asked him if he'd heard any more, any of the more recent albums by Cold Chisel. 
Uh, I said we reference you so much in our episodes that we have a segment called What's Up With Zup, uh, but we obviously don't have any of the more recent reviews. And he said, no, I don't have all the Chisel albums, but I have most, in- including some recent ones um, uh, and some of the live tapes. So he's got no plans, perfect crime, live tapes. I hope to get them all. If you want reviews of other stuff, I'll write them for you. So if we want them, he will bloody put them together. I would love him to uh, complete all chisel reviews. Wouldn't that be amazing? We'll have a bonus app. Yeah, later definitely. down the track. If he if he gets through them, I'd love to hear his reviews on the the missing chisel albums. Yeah. So he never. I don't think he did anything from 20th. Last Wave on. Yeah, I think. Oh, maybe, right. no, no, even Twentieth Century. No, maybe he did, did Last he Wave, but not Twentieth Century. I think you um, might be right. While you fact check, uh, question number five, the last question I asked him, what have you been up to since? Our listeners have been asking. Basically, what's been up with Zup? What is, that is exactly it. What has been up with Zup? Uh, I'm bloody famous. Ha <laughs> Definitely an Australian. Uh, I've done a ton of stuff, to be honest. Nearly all revolved around writing and editing. I don't do reviews anymore, though I've been bugging all music to let me do Kevin Borich because I was in touch with him and told him I'd try and get him some ink over here. And Rose Tattoo, someone wrote a crap review of one of their albums, called them a punk band. Um, <laughs> I've heard that more. I've heard that more than once, but it's totally not correct, and Angry would probably not like to hear that, or maybe he wouldn't care now he's older. Um, I've worked in Vegas for four and a half years, part of it as an arts and entertainment managing editor and writer. That was pretty wild. I was also the managing editor for the Tower Records website uh, around 1999 in California. Uh, Tower was a very famous old record chain that was known for having really cool music uh, and music junkies working in the store. Uh, I believe they're all gone now. Most record stores are. Um, You still see Tower stores in some documentaries, apparently. Um, I've done quite a bit covering the radio industry. It's not very exciting now that it's all corporate. I honestly don't remember the stuff I've done. Every now and then something will come up and I remember what I wrote for them or about that or whatever. Uh, I hope I haven't overwhelmed you. I write fast and it's been nice reminiscing. I also have a bunch of fiction I wrote about those days that I'm going to publish this year at long last. So that'll be pretty cool. Um, I just found out Rose Tattoo was playing in Massachusetts this summer and got tickets right away. Um, They're one of my all favorite uh, Check one fucking two. Absolutely. Um... The lineup is way different now. I'll try and get backstage and say good day. Jimmy Barnes' kid is on drums, which is amazing. No kidding. Uh, if I can help in any way, just let me know. It's more exciting than my repetitive work. Um, <laughs> I think I still have some good experience left in me. Uh, where can I hear your podcast? Good on you for doing it. Take care and keep smiling from Adrian in brackets. Just call me Adrian because I've been calling him <laughs> Mr. Zup. <laughs> What a ripper of a last letter to Alan. Oh, that is so cool. Isn't that amazing? So he's, he reviewed self-titled Breakfast East Swing Shift Circus Animals Last Wave Last Stand. Didn't do 20th Century uh, and No Plans and Beyond. But, um, oh, that is wild. It's Isn't so that great? funny to... Uh, to hear him through your voice there. <laughs> I'm sure I nailed his voice What too. a legend. But yeah, uh, he would have, exciting. He'd have sort of a, an American-Australian hybrid accent now, I imagine. Yeah, I wonder. I don't know. Uh, we'll, try, he, uh, we'll call him one day. Next time you ask a question, say, oregano, oregano. <laughs> no, what the, oregano. O- oregano. 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 Wow. Bit oh, oregano. Bit oregano. <laughs> <laughs> that was words. so cool. 
Um, oh, I can't believe I can't believe you've been in in touch with the Zup. Yeah. Finally, we found out what's up with Zup. We could have found out a lot sooner if I'd just been on fucking LinkedIn, though. I mean, you know, I mean, who goes on LinkedIn? Who really? goes on LinkedIn? Apart from me and. You and you and Adrian, Adrian yeah. as you're now on first name yeah. basis. Yeah, you're not. You can still refer to him as Mr. Well, Mr. Zup. Zup. Thank you. Uh, I'm. I'm. So apologise, Mr. Zup. Or, Thank you so much. Or Mr. or his full name. What's up with Zup? What's up with Zup? Adrian, what's up? Adrian, what's up? With Zup. Amazing. Well, that brings us to the end of this season. I cannot believe it. Uh, all our social medias and everything will still be open for communicado. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> if you want. Uh, to say anything, Sam will be checking. I I'm will. Sure, I'm going to put notifications on my phone and uh, reminders. When yeah, I'm not sure exactly how long. Hopefully, it won't be too long, and we're, we're going to do a season. And um, we're going to. I reckon the plan is to have guests, so we're going to try and have guests from around the podcast network. Maybe some musicians and stuff if we can, and That'd get them cool. to come in, and and we'll um, go through important and rocking albums to them. Yep. Uh, we'll give you a, we'll give you a little spiel on the band that they choose. Yeah, and... there's a few shows I'm gonna see uh, in the next few months, and maybe before those, it would be good to do an album or so. Uh, I just got tickets to Faith No More. Nice, it's gonna be fun. Yep, I've got tickets to The Darkness in a uh, month cool. or so, so that'll be also excellent. Cool, we'll get Dave Quirk back on to talk about it. Oh yeah, excellent. Uh, but yeah, if you have any ideas or anything like that, the email is probably the easiest way to. Yeah, I'd say so. That's probably going to be the best direction. They don't slip through like they can on Twitter and stuff. So yeah. that is listennowpod at gmail.com. Nailed it. And, yeah, if you if you have any questions or thoughts or anything, get on to us there. Uh, but hopefully you'll be hearing from us again before too long. I should uh, quickly plug I'm um, doing, if you're in Melbourne or Brisbane or Sydney, I'm doing the comedy festivals in those cities Yay! in March, April, May. And you can find out details and buy tickets via mattstuartcomedy.com. That's mattstuartcomedy.com. And I'll also, pretty sure I'm going to be going to Edinburgh Fringe Festival to do oh, shit, are there you? too. So that'll be in August. Excellent. And when that happens, details will be on the same place. But you can find me. I'll post about it on my social medias if you follow me at Matt Stewart Comedy on Facebook, Instagram, or MattStew underscore art on Twitter. <laughs> uh What's your Instagram again, Sam, if people want to see you and your asshole cat as you write in the description <laughs> yeah, of the episodes? Yeah. Uh, Samatonk, double M. And, yeah. That's I, pretty much it, I think. I re- uh, you know, this Do you know is... who we haven't heard from this episode? Who's that? I think it's um, oh, oh, maybe. bloody, what's his, uh, what's his bloody name coming from over the bloody... Uh... Oh, I actually see a guy coming up over there. Coming it's not up this guy. There. I don't know who this bloke is. For both of us. Well, uh, maybe before we let Barnsley say goodbye, we should do our farewell. Yeah, goodbye, Astrid. Goodbye. Excellent. This is the one that inspired the whole pod.
Good night, Australia. <laughs> Podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want, it's up to you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.